God is the one who helps us to win in all of our battles this side of heaven. Battles on planet Earth, my friend, should be expected and even anticipated. But as believers in Jesus Christ, we are fully assured of the outcome. I have read the end of the book and we have won. We are more than conquerors in Christ Jesus. So thank you for joining me today on A Jolt of Joy, which is a podcast that is designed to help you discover the joy and the power that is found only in the Word of God. My name is Carol McLeod, and I'm so honored to spend this time together on the Charisma Podcast Network as we study the principles found in the powerful and unchanging Word of God. When you're fighting a battle, one of the most important truths for you to build a life upon is that you fight from a place of truth and not from a place of deception. The enemy would love to keep you deceived, which will weaken you in the battle that you're in. Deception is simply this. It's when a person believes the lies of the enemy rather than the truth of the word of the Lord. Do you place your trust in the lies of the enemy or in the truth of God's word? It's a fair question, and it's a vital question when you find yourself in a battle. It's your choice. I cannot choose for you. Only you can choose for yourself. If you believe the lie of the enemy that you're a failure, and if you listen to that lie, and if you entertain that notion, then you will become whom the enemy says you are. However, if you believe the truth of the word, and if you ask God for a scripture concerning your identity, then you will soar over the battlefield because the Bible says that you're the righteousness of God in Christ. That's 2 Corinthians 5.21. The Bible says in Romans 8.37 that you are more, much more than a conqueror. The Bible says in 1 Peter 2.9 that you're a chosen generation, a royal people, a holy nation, and a people for God's own possession. Which will you believe? Will you believe believe the word of the Lord or the lies of the enemy. It's up to you. Only you can choose. Listen, I have homework for you today. I have a challenge for you today. I want you to write down what your current battle is. Are you in a battle with fear or with finances or in your marriage? Perhaps you're fighting your weight or your destiny. Perhaps one of your children is in a battle. Perhaps you're dealing with infertility or or health issues or singleness. And this is what I want you to do. I want you to write down your battle and then... I want you to ask God to give you a scripture to fight your battle with. I want you to write your battle across the top of a three by five card and underneath your battle, I want you to write the scripture that God has given to you. And then I'm going to ask you to do one more thing. 
I'm going to ask you to share your fighting scripture with the people that you meet. I want you to pray this fighting scripture. I want you to memorize it. I want you to think about it, but I especially want you to share it because every time you share it, the enemy has to listen to the fact that your life, that your mind is in agreement with the word of God. We're going to fight our battles with the word of God, with the power that's only found in the Bible. You know, the sad news is this. When you embrace the devil's mind games and perceive them as your personal truth, what you're doing is giving power to them. But the good news is this. When you embrace the word of God as your personal truth, you give power to the word of God. When you put up the roadblock of the word of God and declare, oh no, Satan, you do not have access to my mind. You will not build a road into my thought life. He has nowhere to go but down, down, down. He has nowhere to go but back to the pit of darkness. The enemy only has the power that you give to him because his power was stripped on the cross. Do not give the enemy back the power that Jesus died for. Jesus died so that you would be the one with all of the power at your command. So we learn how to fight from the position of the word of God. God is the one who helps us to win all of our battles in life. You know, battles this side of heaven should be expected and even anticipated because there is no question that you will be engaged in battles while living in the war zone of planet earth. But this is the variable that only you can determine. How will you fight your battles? Will you fight your battles with darkness, because I can tell you the weapons of darkness will not work. They will never work. They don't make an impact. They don't destroy anything. Well, actually, they do destroy someone, and that someone is you. When you try to fight your battle from a place of worry or fear or bitterness or blame or anger or unforgiveness, the only one that will be destroyed is you. Now let's go back to Ephesians chapter 6, verse 12, and continue this study entitled, You Were Made for This. But what it is, it's a Bible study in spiritual warfare. Ephesians 6, 12, for our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the powers, against the world forces of this darkness, against the spiritual forces of wickedness in heavenly places. So Paul and the Holy Spirit are defining our struggle. They're saying for our struggle, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood. This word wrestle actually denotes hand-to-hand combat. My friend, you're in the army now. There will be no tiptoeing through the tulips for you. Honey, you're going to be engaged in battle. Don't be so shocked. Don't roll into a fetal position in life. This is not the only place in the word of God where we're warned that life will be hard from time to time. Let me remind you a few other verses that 
actually you can apply to times of battle. First Peter 4.12, Beloved, do not be surprised at the fiery ordeal among you, which comes upon you for your testing, as though some strange thing were happening to you. Or how about this one? First Peter 5.8, Be on the alert. Your adversary, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, seeking someone to devour, but resist him firm in your faith. And then the very words of Jesus himself, as found in John sixteen thirty three, In the world, you will have tribulation, but take courage. I have overcome the world. So friends, get out of the mall, get off your rocking chair, turn off that remote, roll up your sleeves, and put up your spiritual dukes. Take courage. We serve a Savior who has overcome the world. Let's go back to Ephesians 6.12 and look specifically at the word that Paul and the Holy Spirit chose to use in this verse. For our struggle, it is the Greek word pale, P-A-L-E, and it means a bitter struggle, an intense conflict. Pale was the word used to describe what gladiators did. They fought to the death. And what we garner from this verse is that our real adversaries are an unseen host of wicked spirits that are working behind the scenes. They are foul forces of darkness that work behind every sin, every disease, every moral failure, and every attack of terrorism. You see, sin was actually not man's idea. Sin was Satan's idea, and he placed that idea in the mind of mankind. If we took that thought further, anger was not man's idea. It was Satan's idea, and Satan placed anger in the mind of humanity, racism, abortion, adultery, lust, addictions, and rebellion. None of those things were man's idea. Those things were the enemy's idea, and he placed them in the mind of humanity. All of those things that I have listed came from the powers of darkness, and he has targeted the mind of mankind with his evil and his despicable ways. Now, in this verse, in Ephesians 6.12, I'm going to read it to you one more time, and then I'm going to point out to you a word that Paul uses five times in this verse. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the powers, against the world forces of this darkness, against the spiritual forces of wickedness in the heavenly places. The word that Paul used five times is the word against. And truthfully, he could have only used this word one time and still have been grammatically correct. However, he told us in this verse what we come against and what we don't come against with this singular word against. He uses it five separate times. Paul did this for the sake of emphasis of a very important truth. When you come against one, you don't necessarily come against the others. This word against is the Greek word pros, and it means a forward position, a face to face encounter. You can't escape this. If you are a person of faith, if you have accepted Jesus Christ into your heart 
at some time in your life, probably more often than you would like to, you are going to be pros against a face-to-face encounter, not with flesh and blood, but you're going to be pros with principalities and pros with powers and pros with the rulers of darkness and pros with the spiritual forces of wickedness in high places. Like it or not, all biblical scholars agree that the language of Ephesians chapter 6 is militaristic in nature. We have been called to do a battle, but this battle is not too hard for us. It is not too difficult for us. We can do it because we are on the winning team. Thank you for joining me on A Jolt of Joy. If you've enjoyed this podcast, You can also visit my website at justjoyministries.com. It's my passion to help people live an abundant life through the power and principles found only in the Word of God. Email me at carol at justjoyministries.com. And as always, know that I am praying for you today.